Hello and welcome to another of uh, Mystical Perspectives and this is a meditation dynamic talk today and we're going to be doing part two of Everyday Spirituality a Meditation Dynamics book by Dr. Paul Leon Master. It was written for self-realization, serenity, intuitive guidance, success, and mystical illumination. But for all of that, as we complete this book, we're down to the last chapter here. It's the most important thing is not just meditating, but what you get from meditating, how you integrate it into all of your life. I was just listening to a talk um, from some of the greatest Buddhist teachers that were out there, um, and they brought up a, a question. One of the teachers said, She'd been meditating for 40 years, and she said, well, you know, meditation was really big uh, in the 70s. <laughs> Actually, right now it's a lot bigger. But she said her husband came to her after about 40 years of her meditating and asked her, well, what have you gotten from all of this meditation? And she stopped and really had to look inside and ask herself, what did I get from all of that meditation? And she came up with, well, I've become kinder. So there's so much we do get from meditation. I've been meditating every day of my life for over 50 years. Actually, even more than that. <laughs> but and it's very addictive. I love meditation. I meditate every day. But there was a long period of time where I was meditating to experience that oneness with God and the bliss that comes. And that is extremely addictive. Um, we are meditating and right to have to have the right intent. The intent to align with the highest principles align with the vibration, align with the presence, and try to hold that light and love we experience into our everyday living. As Dr. Masters states here, as students of metaphysics and meditation, we do not have to limit ourselves. The universe in its tremendous versatility of expression exists at the center of our minds as our true self. And by expanding our thinking in this way, we can begin to create a mental atmosphere that allows the universal mind of God within us the freedom to reach us through all of those energies and the good through all channels. So the question is, how does that good translate into our lives? It's often been said, God is good all the time. And we've been seeing so much violence and hatred and shootings and things that upset our basic human nature and ask people, to go in and really search their souls and find out what's going on with our society. And if God is good all the time, what is happening to these people? 
and what they're doing and the violence and the anger and the fear that comes about when people start to realize that um, anyone, anywhere can go out and shoot someone. But if we are meditating and if we are practicing and if we are continuing to search our own souls, we then have the tools we need. I, I wrote this this morning after two days of horrific shootings. We see the sad news and in horror watches crazy killings ensue. For there is a different kind of war going on here that shows a society of darkness that in our society is so severe. Yet we can't forget the times of sands wear away the walls of fear and will allow our inner hopes and prayers to appear. And beyond all reason, love does persevere. Those who try to create a war and tear at our hearts with hate and fear. They all fall on their own swords, victims of their own rage, with ripping at the fabric of what we stand for here. But there are millions of us who meditate and pray, who light candles each day. And there is this powerful force of goodness that's so alive who can't support those who would tear us apart. For we have an inner goodness that's alive in our heart. And when we see all of these actions done, it calls us to be able to stay a little kinder, with a little more light each day. For even in the darkest times, God is still alive. God is good all the time. And we must always stay strong and with love and compassion carry on. Which reminds me of a, well, there's been an interesting couple of articles I've read that are saying now that one in four people are meditating now. So that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people out there who are now really meditating and trying to find relief from stress or trying to control their busy minds or trying to find answers or just trying, although in meditation, we know that trying isn't even part of meditation. It's being. It's just pure beingness. And when we're being, hopefully we can be clear enough to understand what's really going on here. There's so many now that really are seeking to find these answers that when we have these horrific things that happen, we search our souls more. We pray more. It calls us to do more, to help. Meditation maintains contact with the wisdom and the purity of the heart. And without it, you can become very superficial in thinking. And it's easy to play that game and understand how to manipulate your likes on Facebook, and many people do. But if you're really meditating, really being there at one with your highest self, with your soul, with God, you can be far more certain 
that your actions and words will communicate the true, authentic you. A central truth advocated in the New Testament is known as the gospel of the kingdom of heaven. It states that heaven is not an after-death place, but refers to the living presence of universal light, spirit, and intelligence as the central core of our being. This very presence is the reality of who and what you truly are. It's a reality that's absolute, an absolute that is God. This living presence is the ultimate source of power that we may know. That's the God power within ourselves. And through knowing and living this and merging with that presence within yourself during meditation, you can actually experience the peace that passeth understanding. That peace is beyond the thoughts, beyond definition. It's the pure essence of being. And I'm reminded when I continue to hear about how important that even our teachers of the longest time are saying how important now more than ever it is to just live with that kindness and that love that can help change the world. And that goes back to one of the most quoted parts of the Bible in Corinthians 13. I took 13.13 Corinthians from the Aramaic Bible. And of course, we know it, but it's well worth almost saying every day and reminding of ourselves what we are really doing with our meditation. It says, I shall speak with every human and angelic language and have, if I shall speak with every human and angelic language and have no love in me, I shall be clanging brass or a noise-making cymbal. And if I have a prophecy, and I know all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith, so that I may remove mountains and have no love in me, I would be nothing. And if I should feed everything that I have to the poor, and if I hand over my body to be burned up, and I have no love in me, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy Love is not upset, neither puffed up. Love does not commit what is shameful, neither does it seek its own. It is not provoked, neither does it entertain evil thoughts. It rejoices not in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It endures all things, believes all things, hopes all, bears all. Love never fails. For prophecy shall cease, tongues shall be silence, and knowledge will be nothing. For we know partially and we prophecy partially. But when perfection shall come, then 
That which is partial shall be nothing. When I was a child, I was speaking as a child. I was led as a child. I was thinking as a child. But when I became a man, I seized these childish things. And now we see as in a mirror, in an allegory. But then, face to face, now I know partially, but then I shall know as I am known. For there are these three things that endure faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. So beyond all religion, beyond all prayer, beyond all meditating, is that core that says, okay, here is who you are. Here is the gift. And the greatest gift of all is that love. And once you experience that love, you wish to share it. You wish to serve love. And that's where the real work comes in. And when we think of all the people meditating every day and all the people praying every day, we have to then realize the power of force, the good that's available to the world, and how we are a force for good and goodwill with our love and with acts of kindness. I wrote this from the book I wrote, Prayers, Affirmations, and Meditations, starting with Acts of Kindness Affirmations. I share daily acts of kindness to serve as God's instrument of creative expression of infinite light. I hold a sacred space of understanding of the oneness of all life in my mind. I lay the foundation of compassion as I learn from life each day. Thank you, God. And so it is. And a prayer on that. Lord, guide me to share just one act of kindness. For I know it can open the way for one more act of kindness to help show others each day. Let kindness be a prayer I convey. By living with goodwill, I may bring God's goodness out and share love's amazing grace. Within my very soul is this cosmic compass to guide me, to align me with the North Star on which way to go. As I find the path to follow and each day set my intention to create a better world that I can make. Yes, I can meditate and pray and live with more loving kindness every day. Now let's take a moment to go inside and Close our eyes and take a few deep breaths and connect with our soul, breathing deeply in 
Breathing that love in and allowing it to come out as we breathe out and fill our body, mind, and soul. Breathing that light of God in and allowing it to fill us, to radiate forth throughout every cell of our very being. Breathing in that perfect peace. Holding it for a second and absorbing that peace into our very being. Going into our heart and finding that love, that goodness that you are. Know that you have that unlimited power of goodness in your heart. that you can indeed allow that presence, that spirit to illuminate you. And you can absorb that into your very being so you become the pure reflection of the highest teachings, with the greatest teachings of the love that all the masters have experienced. You can be walking the path of love and light. Go to that sacred space of understanding inside. Allow yourself to experience the oneness of all life. And as you experience that perfect loving oneness, know that you can bring that kindness that brings love alive in your everyday living and that you can find ways to share daily acts of kindness for you are a servant an instrument of that power of love at work in life you have no limitations on what you wish to accomplish when you are at that oneness with God, that sacred space of understanding, compassion, and unconditional love can always be called on in every single moment in your life. Experience that gift of love. Breathe it in, connect with it, feel it, Absorb it, be it, become it. Accept that you are a reflection of God's loving kindness and find a way to put it to work in your life and be oh so grateful for every chance you get to help others, to serve. Remember this believe this, become this. And thank God for your precious life and all that you can do to serve others. To work and live in loving kindness. Thank you, God. And so it is. So meditation is key. Meditation brings you to that 
connection you have, that inner connection with your highest part, your soul. But with that connection comes the responsibility of how you are going to do your service and help in the world. And that, for many, is the true happiness, the true way to bliss. Not an escape, but facing your true self and knowing the power of who you truly are. I thank you so much for listening. And I know that that there is this gift we all can put to work in our life. And I see it in you. I see it in myself. I see it in all beings. So let it be so. And so it is. Blessings always.